Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the wonderful folks at Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and make sure you get up to $1,000 on your No Danger First Wager, zensports.com. For more information, and TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, where you go for the best workout in Middle Tennessee, the best workout for the best version of you is at TrueMathFitness.com. Make sure you get that first workout free. So we have a Super Bowl champion, a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. We have a dynasty, and we'll talk about this together. The biggest lesson, though, that every other team in the AFC is going to have to learn. The Niners had the best opportunity within their window based on where Brock Purdy is salary-wise, where all their other players are contractually, and how Kyle Shanahan has had multiple opportunities at this particular quarterback and squandered double-digit leads in both of them. I think, personally, that the Niners have missed their shot at Patrick Mahomes. Now, Uh, At least this version of the San Francisco 49ers has missed their shot at Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is going to play for probably 10 more years. He's only 28. He can play as long as he wants to, uh, as long as he is physically able to do make the kind of plays within structure. Mahomes was a game manager yesterday. They had one 52-yard play to McCole Hardman, but that was about it. They had a 25-yarder and a 22-yarder, I think Travis Kelsey caught. But the rest of the time, Mahomes was checking it down. Mahomes was finding, taking what the defense would give him, and it wasn't always the big play, right? So he game-managed his way through this Super Bowl and won it with the worst offense that he's ever played with. Patrick Mahomes is the unstoppable force, and we're trying to figure out if anybody else in the NFL can be the immovable object. Brady, the way the reason Brady is going to age well against Pat at, beyond you know having four more Super Bowls than Mahomes does by the time that he retired, is that Brady is the only person in these four Super Bowls that Mahomes has played in to beat Patrick Mahomes head-to-head, and he did it with the Bucs. So this is going to be a fascinating discussion to see how this plays out, and every other AFC team in uh, in the conference is looking around being like, what the hell? We just broke loose of the Tom Brady-Pats dynasty. Thank you, Logan Ryan and the Tennessee Titans in 2019. You mean we got to subject ourselves to another dynasty? With the guy who's probably going to end up having the better career than Brady, he's certainly on trajectory to have a better career than Tom Brady did. He is ahead of him statistically in every postseason category before the age of 30, excluding uh, Super Bowl wins. Brady had three by the time he was, uh, or uh, while he was still in his late 20s. Mahomes has three. Mahomes has more Super Bowl MVPs than Brady did before he was 30. He has more passing yards. He has more touchdowns in the postseason. He has less interceptions. It's crazy. Mahomes. Provided that he stay healthy, knock on wood. And I know uh, there's a lot of Titans fans or Raiders fans or Chargers fans looking around and be like, no, no, don't knock on wood. We don't want him to play as long as humanly possible. Well, I do because I think he's great. He is an unbelievable player. And I think if you're 
you know, it's understandable to be bitter about that, but uh, to wish bad things upon Patrick Mahomes just because you're not good enough to beat him is a tact that I don't necessarily love. But what is it going to take to get past this dynasty? What is it going to take to break the Chiefs' Super Bowl streak? Because there's no indication that they're slowing down anytime soon. In fact, this was your best shot, or this year, was probably the weakest version of the Chiefs that we were going to see. Uh, MB says, Buck, their defense was pretty good this year, and Andy Reid is one of the best. Sure, it's not just about Mahomes, right? Mahomes without Andy Reid is going to be an interesting thing. At some point, it's going to happen. Uh, who's to say? Although, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm hanging on for as long as humanly possible. The defense was good, but here's the thing, MB. That defense is young. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm not letting Legereus Sneed hit the open hit the open market. I'm paying that man. They've got they've got the money now to do it. They this was their cap strapped year with Mahomes' cap hit at thirty seven million dollars. He had the highest cap hit in the NFL this season. This was the year to capitalize on the Chiefs' inferior talent because they went bargain basement on offense. Right, they couldn't afford DeAndre Hopkins. Otherwise, they would have actually been. I mean, God knows they would have rolled teams. Their wide receivers were bad. Their offensive line. Uh, I don't know. The tackles are are below average. Trey Smith is a good player. Um, I'm blanking on the right guard's name, but he is also a decent player. And um, the center, uh, the center with the low snaps is is pretty frustrating. Creed Humphrey, but they do, you know, he's still a young player. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's still on his rookie deal. So when you look at the Chiefs, the Chiefs are still in this cost effective window. They're finding ways to win around Mahomes' ten year half a billion dollar contract and they're doing so in stride but that defense while it's not guaranteed in fact defense is the hardest thing to sustain year over year for sure it is uh it is something that is really hard to replicate even though that's the case ryan coburn says need to get levis a superstar girlfriend may maybe if one of the kardashians are single no the kardashians are bad for your mental health uh and he had a, a well a tiktok famous girlfriend uh and and you know, since then, I don't know what his, uh, I haven't inquired about his relationship situation, his situationship situation. For those of you who are too old to know what a situationship is, I had to learn about that on TikTok. But either way, uh, yeah, maybe you can find Will Levis, a celebrity running around here to help jettison him to the Super Bowl. But that's the key to all of this. Levis, and I'll explain what I mean here in just a second. Your Two Rivers Four take is what we will do first and foremost in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What is the biggest lesson that the Titans can learn from this latest Chiefs Super Bowl win? It is presented by Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people, quality American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The only thing that the Titans can do that is, you know, the biggest takeaway, the most obvious takeaway, but the most necessary takeaway to try and get past the Kansas City Chiefs is to find a way to be better than Patrick Mahomes. You only have to do it for one game, right? You only have to do it in the most important game in the AFC Championship in the case of the Titans, because inevitably you're going to have to get past Mahomes year after year after year, whether it's divisional round, championship, hell. They played three straight road games. They were underdogs in all of them, and then they ended up winning it all at the end, coming back from, again, a double-digit deficit and winning in real time. The biggest lesson that the Titans can learn from this, I'll do it in two parts. And I'll start with Kyle Shanahan first because he is getting very much second guessed today. Um, you know, the decision to take the ball first in overtime, 
some of the 49ers players saying that they didn't understand the new overtime rules or didn't know the new overtime rules until they were announcing it and putting it on the, the screen in the Jumbotron. So this is more like college football rules where you always defer uh, as opposed to taking it in uh, taking it first in regular season overtime rules in the NFL, right? There were a couple of different things that compounded that allowed the Chiefs to get by at the buzzer against the 49ers. But the biggest lesson, first and foremost, even in the loss, is as the person going up against Thanos, because that's basically what he is, football Thanos, you cannot afford to second-guess yourself, even if the result doesn't play out in your favor the way that it did not for Kyle Shanahan. No, I mean, we, yeah, when, I mean, when we go through football, like, and you watch it as part of our job, I mean, any play that doesn't work, you always think about that. Um, but in terms of, like, everything that we try to do, we try to prepare as hard as we can. Um, and we try to go in there and do exactly what we think is right based off our pre- preparation, what's going on in that game, and try to make the – what I can't live with is when I do stuff that I didn't plan on doing or that I didn't do and second-guess myself. And um, I'm – proud of what we did today as a coaching staff and as players in terms of we did we worked and we did everything that we planned on doing we just didn't get it done and any play that didn't work out yeah you always look at that stuff but that's that's how every game is and that's what we work at that's Kyle Shanahan speaking uh after the Super Bowl last night uh, a to Z Sports Primetime is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, no workout at TrueMath is ever recycled or repeated. Know and trust that they are there to maximize your peak athletic performance, your weightlifting abilities, your conditioning, your cardio. They are a full-service operation, whether it's personal training, group fitness classes, or just access with their one of their memberships to their open gym. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for that first workout free to try it for yourself and understand all the wonderful things that TrueMath can provide for you, a new way to work out for the best version of you. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Uh, looking, at, looking at the Niners, right? The decision by, the decision by Kyle Shanahan coupled with Special teams gaffes coupled with ball security issues, fumbles on both sides, right? The Chiefs fumbled, the the Niners fumbled early on. It was a sloppy first half of the game. But the thing that you cannot afford to do, first and foremost, is you cannot second-guess yourself. It's tough for me to to crush Kyle Shanahan the way that a lot of people are doing um, today. I think that in, in real time, I understood his thought process. I think in real time, if you feel like you're unit like based on matchups if you feel like as the Niners offense you can move the ball on the Chiefs defense and get the score here and put the pressure on them based on how the Niners defense was playing to drive down the field and score a touchdown even if it's Mahomes you probably make that decision especially how well the 49ers defense had played throughout the course of that game they made some questionable blitzing decisions on third down in particular that Rishi Rice uh, completion late in the game. I think it was like an 18-yard completion on third and six where they just sent the house and Mahomes ate him up, picked him apart uh, on the blitz predictably. They they found a way to hold him down in the first half. Mahomes looked pretty pedestrian. He was not – they were having to problem solve. Travis Kelsey was not involved in the game. One catch for one yard is what he finished in the first half. The Chiefs weren't able to run the ball. The Niners played really, really good defense. So I don't blame Kyle Shanahan for in that moment trusting the unit that had been balling out thus far. 
I think that uh, I think that when when it comes down to it, a lot of this, as Puka says, you know, comes down to luck. Truly, it does. Fumble luck, uh, penalty luck, all this different stuff. But they were outplayed, right? Purdy wasn't bad. Purdy didn't lose them the game by any stretch of the imagination. But Mahomes outplayed him at the end. He made the throws or ran for the fourth down uh, conversions or fat like because they weren't able to run the ball with Pacheco. They just started using Mahomes' legs and were able to do it. And it was it was as good a performance from him on as bad of a team as he's played on um, or as bad as an offense as he's played on. The defense is legitimately great and uh, and showed that to be the case throughout the course of the year. The second thing that they absolutely have to learn is that Will Levis has to be no, nothing less than a superstar. Um, we were talking about this on the radio show today. Will Levis can't just be a good quarterback. Will Levis can't just be the best quarterback in the AFC South, and he's not. He's third right now, and we'll see if he's able to make strides in year two on C.J. Stroud and Trevor Lawrence, who I would probably stack one and two ahead of him right now. We'll find out what Anthony Richardson's situation is uh, once he makes a, a full return to health. Um, having only played five games last year, it's tough to get a, a real evaluation, especially for as little football as Anthony Richardson had played prior to that point. But, you know, Levis, based off last year's results, is for sure the third best quarterback in the AFC, and it's not close. How he finds a way to become the best quarterback in his division is not just on Brian Callahan, not just on Bill Callahan, not just on Rand Carthon to draft new offensive linemen. Will Levis has to develop into a legitimate superstar. Nothing less will do. You can be a superstar and still not get past the Chiefs. Ask Lamar, ask Josh Allen. Joe Burrow um, has had better success against the Chiefs than any of those two, any of these quarterbacks in the AFC, and even Joe Burrow comes up short. From time to time, I know injury robbed him this year, and they were out of the postseason. But um, those three quarterbacks are considered, if if not in the elite tier, have been elite at various points. Lamar, you could make the argument, was an elite player this year, up there with Mahomes. Statistically, he was better than Mahomes. But there is only one Patrick Mahomes for all of the reasons that you just saw, based on how last night played out um, and how he has found ways to make the best of the worst wide receiver group or the worst skill position group that he has had during his time as the Kansas City Chiefs. Will Levis has to be, has to be, has to be, has to be a superstar quality quarterback. As good, if not better, than the four names that I just mentioned. And one of those names is better than the rest, and Patrick Mahomes is that guy. <laughs> Tyg Smith says, can we add ping pong as a tiebreaker? Yeah, that's one of the few wins in the AFC South you got this year, is beating Trevor Lawrence in a game of ping pong, Will Levis and Trevor Lawrence at the Super Bowl. Um, Logan Ryan looked lost on the last place as Mike McCown. I, uh, that'd be curious to go back and look, uh, at low. Was he 33? I don't, I don't remember what, what number Logan Ryan is wearing for the Niners, but if he was 33, he was definitely the closest defender on that. And Hardman was just wide open in the back of the end zone on, on the play. They called corn dog, corn dog. That's the play. Uh, that's a lot of pressure on Levis. Eric Alonzo says, yeah, tough shit. <laughs> you know, tough shit. That's that's what it takes. Now, the NFL is successfully built for parity. So even Brady, throughout the course of his career, went damn near a decade between Super Bowl wins, right? Between the third and the fourth Super Bowl, it was almost 10 years, from 2004 to 2015. They made it back to the Super Bowl, and whether it was the Giants upsetting them or the Seahawks getting one over them, I think the C, the, the one they beat the Seahawks excuse me, the Seahawks beating the Broncos and, and Peyton getting the better of, of Brady in the postseason that year. 
Tom Brady, even the greatest quarterback of all time, went damn near a decade. He had a second Hall of Fame career after that decade because he won four more and did it with two different teams and, and did it with the Bucs without Belichick and solidified his legacy as the greatest quarterback to ever play the sport. But um, Mahomes is probably better than Tom Brady is or was at any point in his career. Um, that he is statistically in the postseason better than Brady was at this point in their respective careers that he figures to be on that 10-year contract, you know, giving the Chiefs some financial flexibility to make this work, that their defense, they continue to draft well in Kansas City. They have not had the kind of misses, right, that allowed, the, for example, the Titans roster to decay. It is a lot of pressure on Levis, and it damn should be a lot of pressure on Levis because you have to be. Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, who had, what what was, Bert will remember this better than I do, but I think it was, what, 12 or 14 touchdowns to no interceptions that postseason run. It's just Joe Flacco and Joe Montana that are tied for the most touchdowns without an interception in the postseason. I can't remember if it was 12 or 14 that Flacco had on that that Ray Lewis last ride year. But you have to, you have to basically black out and play the best football of your career uh, career to get out there and get it done. So yes, it's a tremendous amount of pressure on Will Levis. It's a tremendous amount of pressure on C.J. Stroud. It's a tremendous amount of pressure on Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, the two guys who were on the rookie quarterback deals, who had the best shot to get Mahomes, who had the lead on Mahomes, and who couldn't keep Mahomes out of it. You have to be better than the best. That is the standard. 31 out of their NFL teams don't win the Super Bowl. And the reason that this guy keeps winning them has won three in four appearances, has won three in six years as a starter, and is only 28 years old. By the way, he's only four years older than Will Levis. Levis and, 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 uh, and, and Mahomes are not you know, contemporaries in the traditional sense, given that there is a significant gap of experience between them, but they're basically the same age. So Will Levis and Mahomes are going to be neck and neck the entire time, just as Allen and, and Lamar and I mean, they're all in the same age bracket. Uh, Burrow, Burrow and, and Lamar. I mean, hell, I think Lamar's 27. Lamar's younger than Pat, isn't he? Either way, you have to be better than all of the best guys. And, and that's what it takes. If you won a Super Bowl, it, it not just to get it, 11-0, 11 touchdowns to zero interceptions for Joe Flacco in that postseason run uh, in route to beating the San Francisco 49ers, ironically enough, in the Super Bowl. Uh, what was it, Jimmy Smith with the uh, non-called pass interference on Michael Crabtree in the back of the end zone, Bert? I know he remembers that one, got away with it. Anyway, we'll keep it moving here on the primetime show. Speaking of the Chiefs, where would you rank their dynasty among the great NFL dynasties? Patriots, Steelers, uh, Cowboys, where would you rank the Chiefs with their third one in four years officially a dynasty in the modern-day NFL. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime program is presented by Zen Sports. Download the app no matter if football season is over, and football season being over makes us sad, but that's okay. I'm watching the Grizzlies and the Pels right now. You can bet it on Zen Sports. College basketball is all over the place. Men's, women's, you can bet it at Zen Sports. Up to $1,000 on your no-danger first wager using that promo code ATOZTN. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. Where would you rank them among the greatest NFL dynasties? Lou Man 007, our guy Lou, says there is no dynasty 
Thank you. Well, objectively, you are incorrect, uh, Lewis. Three Super Bowl wins in four years does, in fact, make you a dynasty. Uh, Tristan Foster says the Pats, the Niners with Montana and Rice, then the Chiefs. Um, if they do a three-peat, they will be the best, says Charles Coleman. And uh, certainly Romo was very anxious to already talk about a three-peat as soon as they won their second last night, which I thought was just Tony being a bit excitable. Um, I think that uh, I think that a lot of this stuff, you know, you try not to have too much recency bias because the Patriots are the greatest NFL dynasty to me, truly. And I wasn't around for for the Niners with Montana or the Cowboys. I mean, I was alive when the Cowboys. When was Troy Aikman's last Super Bowl win? Um, I'm going to look that up real quick because I know Troy has three because that tweet from a couple of years ago went. Uh, uh, went viral of him saying that uh, saying that talk to me when Mahomes has a hundred percent or thirty three percent of my Super Bowl victories. So I uh, Aikman's last Super Bowl win was in nineteen ninety six. So I was alive for all three of them, but I was born in nineteen ninety three. Cowboys won in ninety three, ninety four, and ninety six with Troy Aikman at quarterback. Um, so the Cowboys are certainly up there in my lifetime, and I'll just run it through the prism of my lifetime. Um, I would put I would put. Well, no, because I, you know, the Steelers, the Steelers run obviously with Bradshaw outside of my lifetime, but that's regarded as one of the best runs in the in the history of N- of the NFL with one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. So I'd probably go Pats, Steelers with Bradshaw, um, Niners, Chiefs, because the Chiefs teams are better than the Cowboys teams, and I would rank the Cowboys teams. Uh, after that, they are third. The rules are quite different when the Niners were dominant, and even the Pats. Um, it's, it's good context. And certainly, certainly they're capable of being better than all of these, all of these franchises, right. And provided that he stay, uh, with one, uh, with one team, his entire career, though, that's not a given Brady certainly didn't I mean, Montana didn't right? this, this stuff happens to everybody. Um, but I think that, uh, I think that as Puka points out the, the cap space, uh, the Cowboys team, um, coming into effect basically before the hard salary cap, the way that the NFL has successfully built in now for parity or, or over the course of the last 30 or, uh, you know, 25, 30 years that the, uh, that the Cowboys in particular um, were a less talented team and playing in a different era where you did not le- need that level of elite quarterback play. Aikman was elite for his time, but still the statistics of it and the, the way that the game was played and Emmett Smith's level of dominance and, all these other things factor in. Um, Chiefs aren't better than the 90s. Cowboys, big caps, says Eric Alonzo. No, they most certainly are. Um, there is no disputing that they are 100% better um, in, in any form that they have had, whether it's 19, when did they win it again? In 21 and then in 20, excuse me, in 22 and then in 23. Um, yes, 100% that they are better. They are more talented. They, the game has never been played at a higher level. Um, the Chiefs don't have a wide receiver uh, since Tyreek Hill left that was better than uh, Michael Irvin. Um, the Chiefs don't have a better offensive line, but they've got the better quarterback. They've got the best quarterback that I've ever seen play professional football who was leaps and bounds better than Troy Aikman. And, uh, yeah, there's no disputing that the Chiefs are better than the Cowboys team. It's that it's 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 like trying to argue that evolution hasn't happened in professional sports with athletes while I'm watching Wimbanyama. Uh, show up to his game tonight as a seven-footer who can pull up from anywhere on the floor who is unguardable and act, acting like avatars playing professional basketball now is not a, a product of evolution where Travis Kelsey and 
Patrick Mahomes are the highest evolutions of their respective positions. Like athletes aren't better now. No, it's, of course, it's nonsense. Um, the uh, the Chiefs um, the Chiefs are considerably better because of Mahomes than those Cowboys teams. Uh, can we please take Brock Bowers on uh, all the great teams have great tight ends? Uh, well, yeah, but you you traded your great tight end situation for a great running back. You gave Derrick Henry the running back contract. So while I understand that. Um, you know, the tight end thing is a sticking point around here lately. Like, you don't pay a running back and pay a tight end. You gave the money to Henry, and I don't think anybody's going to be uh, – I don't think it was going to be – I don't think it's – you know, I don't think any of you would regret the Derrick Henry decision just because you didn't pay a tight end that was not Derrick Henry. Uh, Dynasty-wise, though, there is no disputing that the Chiefs are one of the best, and certainly uh, that is something that Patrick Mahomes is very, very cognizant of. Back-to-back Super Bowls for the first time in 20 years. Three in five years. I can see it with your celebration. How meaningful is this one to you? It means a ton. Just the adversity we dealt through, dealt with this year, and to come through, the guys never faltered. I just got to give God the glory, man. He, he challenged us to make us better, and I'm proud of my guys, man. This is awesome. It's legendary. Tell us what happened on that final touchdown. What was the call? Uh, I, the, the call is different, but it's like the same exact motion as Corndog. And we brought it back at the right time. Coach Reza, he's a legend, man. He'll do that. And uh, McCall Hardman, man, battling through adversity this year, being in that moment and making that play that's special. So is it a dynasty now? Yeah, it's the start of one. We're not done. I know we're going to celebrate tonight, celebrate the Pride Wednesday, Kansas City, but we're not done. We've got a young team. We'll keep this thing going. Go enjoy it. Congratulations. Just getting started is a scary, scary, scary proposition. All right. With that, we will welcome in the highlight of your Monday evening, Robert Walsh, with in case you missed it, I'll remind you that the primetime program is made possible by the great people at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. Get that Intel edge. You need to succeed and do so at GaryAshton.com. All right, Bert, what have you brought us? You could have helped, you know, you could have done any of that. You could have clicked the, the graphic or any of that. Who do you think you are now with that damn mustache, man? I'm going to have to copy that and bring you down a notch. We're going to be like the mustache twins. Listen, I don't want to give you any more self-confidence issues than I already give you on a regular basis with my appearance. And if I am able to pull off a mustache, God help the rest of you, to be honest with you. And I think I'm pulling it off quite well. Put it in the chat. Who got a nicer stash? Who got a nicer stash, Bird or Buck? Put it in the chat. Nobody can see your stash. You have, on, to, like, thing, no, you have it's, to get like up into the camera for them to see that there is nah. even a wisp of whatever that skid mark across the top of your upper lip is supposed to be. A good mustache is like the G in lasagna. You know, it's kind of like silent. Anyway, something else that was uh, not silent on Sunday was the Nickelodeon broadcast. Did you watch the Nickelodeon broadcast? I didn't see Sponge a second Patrick? of it. Didn't see a second of it. Well, that's a shame, Buck, because it was incredible. They had an incredible guest like Dua Flipa. Uh, they had all kind of fish that were celebrities. Plankton, uh, uh, basically, uh, what's it called? Crop dusted the whole crowd. Uh, he brought in a giant robot. It was awesome. Now I need Nickelodeon everything. I need Nickelodeon election coverage. I need Nickelodeon WrestleMania, hurricane coverage. I am pro uh, Patrick Starr and SpongeBob SquarePants as uh, uh, 2020 for uh election coverage uh 
pundits. I am pro. I am pro that for sure. Can you imagine Plankton asking people about abortion? Like, like what you, he's like the moderator. Like, what are you doing, Plankton? Come on. Like, what is your policy? I can't even do the. I can't even do the the Patrick Star Wars. What is your policy on Rogue? <laughs> That was terrible. No, I but uh, I, one thing I didn't know is they actually had the dudes there. Tom Kenny and whoever the hell voices Patrick. Both of them were yeah. there. It wasn't like some movie magic or some uh, doppelgangers. It was actually the, the voices of SpongeBob and Patrick. This is how Nickelodeon made the SpongeBob Super Bowl broadcast happen. We're in the control room of Super Bowl 58, getting ready for the big game. We're going live shortly, so we want to make sure it goes smooth here. We need to warm up. It's like the exact same thing we do before the show. That's exactly what we do before the show. A hundred percent. Victory yeah. screeches all around. <laughs> I'm so mad. I 3HL uh, looked like they had a great time out in Vegas at Radio Row, but the fact that those two were available to do radio appearances and did not go on 3HL, that's the only one. Other than Kirby Allen Kirby live smelling like a cigarette from the strip of Las Vegas from Fremont Street, providing my only uh, source of actual Super Bowl coverage that we did in the lead up on the radio show, I would have preferred to have SpongeBob and Patrick as, as our daily correspondents. Slay putting SpongeBob in the boom, boom room. How good would that be? <laughs> Missed How opportunity, good? hunk. Missed opportunity, hunk. Damn it, man. Damn it. Get me out of here. I, I'm, I'm offended. Finish this show. I can't. Are you shirtless? No. Put the graphic back up. Fix this thing. I look naked. This is this is jarring. People can see my diploma hanging on the wall. They're going to question whether I actually graduated or not or whether it's a fake. Either way, that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Back to football, dudes. No, I'm not going back to football. In fact, I've had enough talking about football. I've been talking about football for nine months. I'm going to talk about more football in two weeks when we drag our happy asses up to the combine. I want to talk any more football because football season's over. Your football team season has been over for a month. Maybe you're bored with it because you haven't been doing anything or your football team's not been doing anything because they've been in Cabo because the Jags, the Colts, and the Texans all bounce their asses. Talk about football. Football season's over. I don't want to talk about any, any more football. Talk about your cats. I don't want to talk about them either. Frank's in the office right now. She's pissed because I'm yelling. I didn't want to have to end this show on a bad note, but damn it, we're going to do it. <laughs> My God, make it stop. Is that a cat? What is that mutant creature that is your uh, that is your profile picture? What in God's name is that that I'm staring at? What in the Smeagol is this? I cannot understand how the, the questionable decision-making that some of you uh, make with your pictures that you post on here. The fact that also some of you use your full names. I'm assuming Julius Roberts is not a real name. That would make me laugh if it was. It's a barf cat. What the hell is a barf cat? I don't want a barf cat. I don't, <laughs> there's, there's three of them running around my house right now. If a single one of them barfs, they're back out on the street. Either way, I love you all. It was a fun football season. It doesn't start for another two weeks. Now that football season is officially over, we've got a bunch of time off coming up. So we'll keep you updated with the prime time schedule. No, I don't have to talk about the lousy Tennessee Titans in 2023 because thank God their season is finally over. So now we can move on. Nobody loses in the offseason unless you're every other team that's not named the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes because I don't know how anybody's going to beat them in the near future. Have a great rest of your evening. 
Enjoy the time uh, that you have tonight. We will talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone, where we will officially begin your 2024 off-season coverage. God help us. Football never ends, says Puka. I know. That's why we're in business. And we love the fact that business is always booming. And we love the fact that you all always want to love football in all seriousness. Have a great night. I will see you guys tomorrow, whether it's on the radio show or on primetime. This is our Colts. This is our team. We bleed blue. This is our Colts. Whether win or lose, we love them. For the shoe, beat the Titans. Let the world hear us now. This is our team. Go Colts.